I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home. Yeah, there's no place like home. What's that all about? Stay tuned. You might be surprised. Hey everybody, this is Nancy May from Doing It Best with Elder Care Success. And welcome to Summer Shorts. What are summer shorts? Well, everybody knows what those are. Those are the things that you buy in the store that have bright colors. They can have palm trees, alligators, flamingos, whatever they are on your shorts for the summertime. But here, they're just a little different. We're doing summer shorts, elder care success style, and giving you tips, ideas, resources, and things that you can do to make life easier, better, and in some cases, less expensive while taking care of those that you love, be it a parent, a spouse, a partner, or anybody else in your family. So hang tight. It's summer shorts. Hey, everybody. It's Nancy May from Doing It Best with Elder Care Success. And yes, it's another summer short. We're running towards the end of summer, although down here in Florida and around the country, it's still hitting in the 90s degrees. And it's kind of hard to believe that the cold, crisp weather is around the corner. But as those long days get shorter and the crisp air starts to kind of nip at us in the morning, we kind of feel like, you know what, hunkering down and cuddling into those blankets a little bit more in the morning, or maybe even a warm cup of cocoa at night. All right, so it's still August, and maybe the cocoa's a little far away from now, but the feeling of home is one that sort of makes us feel comfortable. It's a place that makes us feel safe. But in this case, the comment, I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home. Might be something that you hear from a loved one that you're caring for. What does that mean, especially when they're at home and you're there with them? Hmm, it's a little tricky one to answer. And it's one that I've gotten some pretty creepy, and I would say pretty crummy answers from other caregivers over the years. When you hear the phrase, I want to go home, and it's from your mom, that's what happened to me, and they are home, it's a little unsettling. And it was unsettling because I was there and she was home. Well, she was in a care facility with dad, and it was her home at the time. But it was the home that we grew up in. And we had an aide who said, you know what that means? No. What does that mean, Susie? She said, when an older person who has dementia or some sort of cognitive issue going on says, I want to go home, what they're telling you is that they want to die. Well, I'm going to tell you something. That is absolute bull. Baloney, butt kiss, whatever you want to call it, it's not true. What's happening actually is the person, your parent, another loved one, is having some sense of just discomfort. They don't feel settled. A sense of disorientation, which can be natural, especially if they've been moved to a care facility, then had an issue and had to go to the emergency room. You figure that's going to be at least 24, sometimes 48 hours before they're admitted, unfortunately. I wish hospitals would handle this a little bit better, but they don't. And if they're in the hospital, they're going to stay there for at least three days. Now, three days, because after three days, they qualify for Medicare reimbursements for rehab facilities. Yeah, I don't want to say that it's a racket, but there is a benefit to both. 
See, the hospitals don't want that person or your loved one readmitted for the same issue because under Medicare, they're not going to get reimbursed, especially if it's for the same issue. They kind of have this one flat fee. That's for another conversation, but there's kind of this back and forth that happens between rehab and hospitals. Rehab wants to make sure that they don't go back for the same issue. The hospitals don't want you to go back for the same issue. And rehab wants to keep you there for three months, 30, 60, 90 days. You're not going to get 100% reimbursement depending upon your plan, but we're going to go back to the I want to go home because those other questions are for another episode. So now they've been in the care facility, they've gone into the emergency room, they've gone to the hospital for three days, and now they're in rehab for three months. And they may be going back home. Well, now, where is home? Now you've got to imagine how disorienting that can be. If they're going back to home, not real home, but I'll call it a care facility home, so that really kind of is their home. What you need to do is try and figure out how to make that place of home really feel like home. You want to stay calm, give them a sense of reassurance that everything is okay. It could be a gentle voice, how you relax, and you don't get annoyed with the constant, I want to go home. You really need to look at how do you alleviate that fear. It may be just a little different for your folks, but whatever that sense of comfort and home and security is, you want to make sure it's there. You also want to make sure that that environment is safe. It feels safe. There's nothing that's going to create a bad sense of juju, we'll call it. Family photos, comfortable belongings, a throw blanket, a special chair, or maybe just how the lights are set. That's important. Creating that sense of home and comfort is going to be your job to make sure that it feels safe. Avoid any arguing whatsoever. You don't want to say, Mom, but we are home. I don't get it. We are home. Can you stop saying we're not home? Okay. So I've kind of pushed the issue a little bit, but try not to correct somebody. You may want to find a little creative way around this too, especially with somebody, again, who's got dementia or cognitive issues. It could be a sundowner's concern that's going on that happens every day at at about four o'clock or maybe even earlier. In that particular case, you want to figure out why, what's causing those issues. And even try and figure out, what maybe we need to go for a ride around the block and bring them back home again to that environment that looks just like home, the one that they know and love. Now, you can lie a little bit, and I'm not a fan of lying, outright lying, but as we say, kind of stretching the truth. In fact, I was just on the phone with somebody a little while ago who said they did similar kinds of things with their sister who had a massive stroke and sadly passed. She wasn't that old but definitely had cognitive issues as a result of the stroke. And whatever they did, they tried to comfort her as much as possible. Now, creating greater fear and anxiety for her as she was laying there dying doesn't necessarily need to be done. And thankfully, this family didn't do that. But the wanting to go home and making her feel comfortable when she was in her home was what they tried to do. Finally, if you really can't get your hands around this, Try and seek some professional help. If somebody has dementia or anxiety, you may just find something to take the edge off. It could be a melatonin, something like that. It could be a warm cup of milk. Or it just could be, I hate to say this, but a medication that just takes that edge off. Try not to rely on medication to do this 
At least that's my feeling. And I'm not a doctor, please. But your doctor is going to know what's going to be best for your loved one. I want to go home is not a plea to say, please kill me. Gosh, if that were the case, I think my parents would have taken care of that a long time ago, especially at camp. (laughs) Although I love camp. But think about how many campers in the early days have said, I want to go home, I want to go home, I want to go home. Mm, You know what? Similar kind of situation. They just didn't feel comfortable at camp. And your parents may not feel comfortable where they are in that particular situation as they get older. So camp and the care facility are not exactly the same place, obviously. But you get my point. Home is where the heart is and where love and comfort is and our sense of security. Make sure that that works well for your folks. And it's going to make your life easier, too. Well, that's it for another summer short of doing it best with elder care success. I hope that your home is a safe and wonderful place. And before we go, if you have a friend or family member or somebody else who's dealing with a little concern or fear of what might be next, consider sharing this podcast with them. Why? Because it can be your gift to them. And it's my gift to you. So that's it for another Summer Short in doing it best with Elder Care Success. We'll see you soon, or as I like to say here on the podcast, we'll hear you soon. Bye-bye. This show is sponsored by Caremanity, the publishers of How to Survive 911 Medical Emergencies, a step-by-step guide before, during, and after. For your own personalized free file of life, go to www.howtosurvive911.com. All trademarks, brands, and comments are not intended to be substitutes for medical, financial, or legal advice. Please consult a medical, legal, or financial professional for issues relevant to your own personal situation. This show is produced by Caremanity, LLC. All rights reserved. Copyright 2021, Caremanity, LLC.